0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Lawyer podcast. This is yet another episode in our Law Simplified series, which means you're getting bite-sized wisdom on legal matters. We are continuing our conversation on wills that we started in the previous episode. So if you haven't listened to that, please do go back and listen to it. We spoke about what is a will and why we must have a will. But going on uh, from that conversation, taking it forward, let's say you've decided to write a will. Good going. Now, what are the elements of a will? What makes a valid will? Very simply put, uh, there are only two or three elements that actually make a valid will. I'm going to add a couple more as as pro tips from what I have learnt in my practice, but um, the first element of a valid will is that it has to be written down. Now, there are certain certain exceptions to this, but by and large, and for you and me, oral wills will not be accepted. So we must write down. You don't need to write it in front of a notary and you don't need to write it in some stamp paper or legal paper or bond paper or whatever it is. It can be written on even on an any normal paper, but it needs to be written down now after it is written down while you're writing down so just remember a few things this is the probe tip that i was talking about first thing i would like you to remember is that uh, please write your full name your address where you're where you are staying at the time that you're writing the will and uh, the date and how old you are uh, also include the words that you are of sound mind at the time that you're writing the will and uh, that this is your last will and testament and in case you've you know, you revoke any previous wills that if you have made. The second thing I would like you to remember when you are writing a will is to be very clear about your beneficiaries. Beneficiaries means the people who are getting something from you under the will. So you be very clear about the beneficiary so that whoever is reading, see, the will is going to be dead when you are not alive. So whoever is reading the will must very clearly understand whom you are referring to. So please be very clear about who your beneficiaries will be under the will. The next thing that you will have to do is to get two attesting witnesses to sign the will after you have signed it. The meaning of attesting witnesses is that they will simply confirm. So they should ideally not be the people who are getting something under the will, who are the beneficiaries to the will. Please find two sort of neutral people who are, who are not getting anything under the will. And uh, they are not, see, what are they confirming? They are only confirming that they are seeing you sign the will in their presence so you sign and you date the will in their presence and you ha- they are just confirming that that at the time that you sign the will you appear to be in sufficiently good physical and mental state that you knew what you are doing you were not in under some uh, I- you know a- in a state that your judgment was affected or impaired okay. So that is what the attesting witness is actually signing to. He is or he or she is not confirming or reading through the contents of your will. No, that's not what an attesting witness does. So you must have two attesting witnesses who will witness the will, which means that they will sign the will and they will uh, write their full names and their addresses, residential addresses and phone numbers. Uh, below your signature. So you will sign, you will date the will and then they will sign and they will date the will. So you must have two attesting witnesses and your signature. And both of the witnesses must sign the will in your presence and in the presence of each other. So it cannot happen that you will sign the will in your house then you go knock your neighbor's door the neighbor will sign your uh, your will then you go up to the first floor and then knock his door and he will sign. No, it doesn't happen like that. It cannot happen like that rather. The, the ideal way that it must happen is you call both the neighbors, or uh, if they are going to be your witnesses, whoever are your witnesses, call them to the same physical space that you are in. All three of you sign the wills will in each other's presence. Okay, so those were uh, the five things you should remember while you are writing the will and I hope it is of use to you. The next uh, question very quickly uh, everybody asks is whether... A will needs to be registered. In India, registration of a will is not compulsory. It's not compulsory. It is recommended because there are certain advantages if you register a will. The first advantage is uh, the advantage of safety. Because you you have to go to the registrar's office and register a will and you have to leave a copy of that registered will in the registrar's office. So, there is always a copy of the will available at the registrar's office. So, the whole uh, threat or the fear of uh, theft, or uh, anyone taking the will, or uh, you know anyone doing some hanky panky with it, that is taken away because there is a copy at the registrar's office, and you can't possibly do anything with that, uh, that copy. So that is the first. The first advantage is that of safety. The second advantage uh, is that of authenticity. It lends a slightly more, uh, uh, it's uh, sort of reliability or authenticity to your will. Mainly because the uh, when you have to re- execute, execute means when you have to sign your will, you, the maker of the will, along with your two witnesses, must physically attend the registrar's office, sit in front of him or her, sign in front of him or her, and in the presence of each other. So there is uh, an outside witness as well to this entire transaction. So it lends a certain degree of authenticity to your will. So having said that, do all wills need to be registered? I don't think so. In case you are uh, you you are fairly sure that your will may change, but you just want to put everything down today uh, because you, you don't know, right, how tomorrow is going to be. You just want to put everything down, but you're fairly sure that if you live the next few years, your will will likely change. In that case, I wouldn't register the will, uh, the other way, uh, the other reason, uh, the other situation where I may not register the will is if you know you have only one beneficiary under the will and they know everything. They know that everything is gonna come to them and there is no question of any dispute because there's nobody else. Or you have two, you have two children, uh, and everything goes to them and there is, you know, there is no possibility of a dispute. There's an internal understanding. So maybe uh, in that situation also you may not need to register the will. So there are situations where you may not need to do it. However largely if you are serious about what you're doing you can sort of uh, think of registering the will especially if you foresee any sort of uh, dispute in the future then i would recommend that you do go ahead and r- register them uh, i hope this was helpful please let us know what you think of the podcast leave us a review on apple podcast and i'll see you very soon with our next law simplified episode see you bye